Hello, friends, and welcome to another solo Friday episode of the podcast. So one of the things that happens to your mind as you start um, putting stories out into the world in a solo episode once a week is that your mind starts to look for things that you might talk about on Fridays. So this week's story is going to be the story of how I tried to become a plumber over the weekend, failed at it, and learned a valuable lesson. All right, let's dive right in. Welcome to Time Freedom for Lawyers, where the goal is to become less busy, make more money, and spend more time doing what you want instead of what you have to. Bringing together guests from all walks of life who are living a life of their own design and sharing actionable tips for how you too can live the life of your dreams. Now, here's your host, Brian Glass. All right. So my wife and I have been in our current house since 2014. And this is the year that we've learned that seven years into your house is the year that everything starts to fall apart. So we've we've replaced the water heater. We are, I think, on the brink of replacing both the heating and the air conditioning unit. Uh, And then Sunday... um, Sunday afternoon, after years and years of dumping things into the garbage disposal and down the drain, our garbage disposal stopped working. So we'd had a great relaxing weekend. We'd taken the kids out to a local uh, high school holiday concert Friday night, and we'd gone to dinner together, had a great time at that. Saturday, my wife had some friends over. Uh, I got a little bit of me time while she was hanging out with the girls. I had a good time with that. And then Sunday, we were looking forward to a nice relaxing World Cup Sunday. We're going to have um, a fire pit in the backyard after the sun went down and right around one o'clock Sunday afternoon, our garbage disposal stopped working. So water backed up in the sink. The garbage disposal actually was still running. Uh, but as soon as you turned it off, all of the water that had gone down the drain came right back up the drain. And so I did what any white collar professional would do. I started looking on YouTube to try to figure out how to solve this problem. And YouTube is great because on YouTube, you can solve just about any problem. So I got out my little crappy toolkit. I started fiddling with the bottom of the garbage disposal, discovered that wasn't the issue. I took off the P-trap, which is that little thing that hangs um, in the plumbing that sometimes catches sediment. And I emptied that about three times. I cleaned it out. Turned out that wasn't the problem. And then I figured out that the problem really was somewhere back further down the line and that I needed a snake to try to snake it out. So I called my neighbor, asked if he had one. He said, no, Uh, I had a similar problem last week and I just bought the tool from Home Depot. uh, And then I solved my problem and then I returned it, um, which is interesting. I decided not to to go that route. Um, But I went out to Home Depot. I bought myself a drain snake, 25 foot drain snake, um, and then went to work trying to unclog the drain in my uh, kitchen for the next four hours. And when I did this, I had the thought in the back of my mind that it probably would cost $200 to get a plumber to come out and fix the problem. And this is now Sunday, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock. I've spent an hour or two on YouTube and taking apart various things under the sink and not being able to figure out the problem. And I thought, well, you know, I can save 200 bucks if I can figure this out on my own. Um, uh, Spoiler alert, I was not able to figure it out on my own. And in fact, then I went to Home Depot and I bought a $55 drain snake and got it all the way to the 
to the blockage in the wall and wasn't able to free any of the blockage. So now by seven o'clock Sunday night, I've got a dirty area under the kitchen sink. My hands are dirty. Um, my, uh, my sweatpants are dirty from all this gunk that has come out of the sink that hasn't freed the blockage. Uh, I'm angry and I haven't had my relaxing afternoon by the fire pit. So by Sunday at seven o'clock, we decide to call the plumber. And of course we can't get a plumber there cause it's Sunday at seven o'clock. So somebody's going to come the next morning. So now we are uh, operating with a kitchen sink that doesn't drain. And so we're washing the dishes from that night's dinner uh, in a basin that we're then dumping out into the yard, probably not the smartest or safest thing to do for the yard or for the environment, but that's what we were doing again. Cause we weren't smart enough to eat off of paper plates or like order dinner or go out to dinner. Um, but the, the level of frustration that I had with the sink is not causing me to think clearly about anything else in my life at this point. And so I didn't have access to the sink Sunday night or Monday morning, <laughs> Plumber comes out in about 45 minutes Monday morning and solves the problem. Now, the bill was 500 bucks, which seems excessive for 45 minutes of work. But what do I know? It took me five hours and I couldn't figure it out. Um, but the point is, had, had I just thought to myself that on Sunday afternoon, we could have paid that and gone on with our lives, then I wouldn't have had an aggravating Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, and Monday morning. And I would have been able to do all of the things that I wanted to do. Uh, so I posted about this on LinkedIn and my friend Kellen Parks reminded me that it's classic who, not how, like I don't need to figure out how to do the mechanical work in any of this stuff in my life because it's just not worth the time and aggravation of me trying to become an expert in that thing, costing myself $55 in parts and still not having the problem solved at the end of the day. And so the application here really is much broader than just your sink or, you know, the electricity in your house. Um, cause I've also learned on YouTube how to change outlets, how to rewire things, um, probably stuff that I really shouldn't be doing, but I'm doing it to save a couple of bucks. And the position where I am in, in my life with financially, professionally and, and whatever else, it's just not a good use of my time to be learning how to do this stuff. And I really ought to be supporting the local economy by hiring the local expert to come in and fix the thing. Like it's the exact same thing that I tell, <laughs> I tell this to personal injury clients all the time. Like you don't need to become an expert in Virginia auto accident law. You can just hire me to do it. And so if I were running a plumbing company, I, that might be the tagline is like, Hey, I, I know that you're searching on YouTube for how you fix this thing. Why don't you just call us and then you won't deal with an aggravation afternoon of trying to do it on your own and then calling us in the morning. And in the meantime, your wife and your kids are all, all mad at you because you took away from their time on the weekend and didn't spend time with them. You spent all this time under the sink. So that's just a thought. Like if there's any local mom and pop plumbing companies out there, you know, I think there's some power in the, Hey, stop trying to do it yourself stuff. Um, you know, just as an aside, there are a number of mom and pop plumbers who have posted these videos on YouTube about how to fix things, maybe because it's a simple thing for somebody who's not me to do. Um, but, but none of these videos end with the message of, and if you can't fix it, here's my phone number. And that's exactly how I would end that video if I were them. So anyway, re relatively short episode today. Um, but just reiterating the principle that we tell our clients and then I tell my staff, which is like, I don't have to be the expert in everything. Um, 
sometimes, and a lot of times it makes sense to just go pay the handyman, just go pay the tradesman who's the expert in this thing and be done with it and call it a day. And we can use that throughout uh, marketing our law firms. You know, don't, don't try to become an SEO or PPC expert. Just pay somebody who is an expert. Don't try to learn how to edit your own videos. Just find somebody on Fiverr who can do it for you. Don't ha- try to learn how to become the world's best copywriter when you can find somebody to do it for you. There's plenty of people who have spent their whole lives and careers honing these skills and your best hour and your best dollar really are spent not focusing on how do I fix the $500 problem, but how do I lever up my life and find $500,000 problems that I can be solving? So let me leave you with that going into the weekend. What can you be doing in your life to spend $500, but work on a skill that helps you make 500,000? Hopefully that gives you something to think about. Hey guys, if this kind of stuff resonates with you and you want to hear more from me and my friends, please subscribe. It would be also really helpful if you would leave us a rating and a review wherever you're listening to podcasts. Thanks a lot and I'll see you next time.